Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. There we go. And we're 100% here, 110% here. So how is everybody? Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, you look so pretty in that yellow. I have, look at this necklace. I got it a couple of weeks ago and I haven't worn it. And it's like, just so sweet. love it. it. I know. It just, it reminded me of my grandma. And oh. that's weird to talk about like, yeah, but. I don't know. I just felt like being close to my grandma today. So I'm wearing Aww. a necklace that reminds me of her. <laughs> that feels good. It just yeah. feels really good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I have a new intro. Want to hear my new intro? Absolutely. Made voyage. Welcome to A Creator-Based Life, the weekly podcast for CMH Coaching. We empower women of faith in creating the lives they love the lives they've always wanted. I'm here with Jason Bonnet, a business coach, a mom, a grandma, and an avid runner, and Jennifer DeRoos, an emotional mentor and a hypnotherapist, and an avid gardener. She loves all <laughs> things green. And I'm Beth, a master life coach and the author and creator of The Creator-Based Way, Create Your Own One Awesome, Amazing, Perfect Life. So, all month long, we have talked about the gifts that we've been getting. July has been a month of gifts, right? It was like Christmas in July. And especially the gift of summer self-care because we were running our summer self-care series, which sadly only has a couple more weeks left. And then we'll be switching gears because we're going to shift from summer self-care to all the beautiful things that come in the fall. But um, let's talking about how my sweetheart is grumpy today. But to quote him, the only constant is change. He used to say it all the time. 
First, it started when um, Hope, our one-year-old, woke up one day at almost two and was a tyrant, just this opinionated, miserable tyrant. And we were like, what the heck? And then the car we loved for 10 years wore out because they do, right? And then my beloved next door neighbor, who was my kindred spirit, got a job offer and moved away. Mm. And then a new baby, you know, and then a new job offer. And we moved to all of that stuff. And he used to say, well, the only constant is change. So So I wanted to talk just for a few minutes, because one of the things that we really do here at CMH Coaching is empower women in transitions, right? We do. I wondered what you guys thought transitions looked like, Um, because we impart the perspective and the priorities for women to help them build that joyous life, that giving them and helping them cultivate that compassion, mindfulness, and hope. But what, what does a transition look like in your life? All of those things were transitions for me, you know, moving from Michigan to Dallas or, oh, I just about died when my beloved neighbor moved away. It was like, she took my left leg with her, you know, (laughs) those transitions were really hard, but what kind of transitions do you guys think about? When you think of transition, those were a lot of the transitions. I had a lot of transition when, as a child moving by the time I was 18, I had moved 21 times. And that's a lot of moving. That's a lot of moving. And, um, a lot of after staying in Colorado near my grandmother, which yeah, necklace. my necklace, I'll touch my neck every time I talk yeah. about my grandma today. And, um, just, I remember moving because they had sacrificed everything and moved from Colorado to move to Ontario, Oregon, where we were supposed to stay. That was going to be our forever home. And um, so they, they moved and they transitioned and we lived together for uh, just about two years, which was the longest. I, we lived there for about three years, which is the longest I had lived in one spot. And I remember finishing up that school year, living with grandma and grandpa. And then we were going to move up to the Portland metropolitan area. And um, I just remember that just sense of loss. Just, yeah. And I, for, so for me, that transitions often, I experience loss in those transitions, you know, when the transition from, being a married mom to becoming a single mom, there was a loss there. Mm -hmm. And then, but then there's also the transitions that are also great that I haven't experienced a loss, right? Like the transition moving from working in a chiropractic office to coaching the doctors, you know, that was a transition, but that was just a joy. And so it wasn't a loss because you kept all of your people. I kept all my people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There's, there are so many, you know, jobs. It's fun to think about transitions. I mean, we're moving with moving from July to August, we're beginning to move into a transition phase in seasons Mm -hmm. as well. Um, What about you, Jen? Transitions in your life? (laughs) Been a huge one right now that I'm not enjoying. It's menopause. So Oh yeah, menopause is a big Huge transition. transition. So trying to, trying to do that gracefully and you know and understand the change in my body, but and support also, yourself. 
Yeah. And also kind of like a, a mental and emotional change of we're halfway through it. This is, yeah. this is intermission. Come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's pretty great. I used to, well, I, I felt like when I was going through menopause, when I'd gone through puberty as a teenager, I upgraded to being an adult. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back, I downgraded to being a child again. And it was so much more fun. Life is much better after menopause. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. I I mean, I loved adulting and everything, but I like post-adulting a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think, uh, Jacine, did you finish menopause? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so don't oh, you yeah. think, I mean, you kind of, you have to go into this whole, I don't know. It was like this whole big responsible phase. I was doing all of these things and we learned so much through that phase in our lives. And we have lots of hormones up and down and up and down the cycle. But when we don't have to have the cycle, we actually end at the happiest part of our cycle. That's, that's where we finish. And so it's like going back to that child phase again. It's beautiful. One I'm a the, big fan of menopause. One of the big things I'm learning through menopause uh-huh. is how to accept and love my body. Yes. Because it's not working right now. It's, it's, <laughs> it like doesn't know what to do. So it, it doesn't it's know if it's hot. Or if it needs to be cold, or if it needs to be hungry, or if you know, it's just kind of like all over the place. And so I'm like, so I'm, I'm, and I'm learning. There's some, yeah. Is it pretty interesting yeah. space to be in? Transition and with grace. My body, letting it do what it feels it needs to do, and supporting it the way I feel it needs to be supported, or it tells me it needs to be supported. It's just, it's. I find myself in a very interesting space. Yeah. I'll bet you have to do a lot more listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of the constant, the constant changing Yeah, of it going up and down and be more attentive. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason I asked about transitions is because one of the things that has really helped me in transitions is the creator-based mantra, the manifesto that we've been working with. And I know all the way through the month of July, we've been working on reciting it out loud every day. Today, I choose to be the creator of my life experience. And I've had the manifesto going around in my head close to 10 years. You know, it's never quite this succinctly as we have it this year, but it's made a huge difference. And I just wanted to talk about having done the 30-day challenge, we've all done it together. What kind of things changed? What changed for you? And did it affect your transition? You know, um, Jen specifically, did it affect your transition or whatever was happening in your life? So let's just start. What do you know today that you didn't, that on the 31st of July today, that you didn't know on the 1st of July? Mm. Yeah. I'll give you just a minute to think about that. And it would be even better, double bonus points, if you can relate it somehow to the manifesto. You know, if it's not like my my 14-gallon gas tank really only holds 13 gallons, you know, we'd, we'd kind of like to, to know. Uh, what were you going to say, JC? I said I love bonus points. That's... I know. <laughs> bonus points are the best. I love them. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So uh, tell, let's just talk about our July. And what's different because of choosing to be the creator of our life experience by using the principles in the creator-based manifesto? You want me to read it to you? Would that be helpful? 
Yeah. Why don't you read it that way? All our listeners can. And yeah. Cause anybody who didn't actually do that. Yeah. Anybody who didn't do the challenge with us will know what it is too. And feel free to stop me if there's a part you want to talk about. Okay. So obviously we know the title is today. I choose to be the creator of my life experience. I have within me light and truth, all the power needed to grow and progress. Given gifts and talents unique to my God-given purpose, I am different by design. I embrace those differences and create according to the inspiration and guidance of the master creator. I can trust and walk arm in arm with him as I listen. Jen, that's what you were just talking about. He will direct my path. Walking together, he is a dependable mentor and leader. My creative ability is amplified and expanded. I see more clearly, I understand more deeply, and am lifted to compassion and hope. I am centered and powerful walking with my creator. It's a funny mix of humble, weak, and empowered that baffles me, but feels great. Today, I will stay in his God flow and be the creator of my life experience. Together, we will do great things. I can and I will. That's our manifesto. That's 110% what I believe as a creator-based coach. Yeah, I do have within me everything I need to grow and progress. And I love that. The thing that comes to my mind is that (laughs) we talked about this. I came home from Hawaii and you guys, I have been right about the same weight for, for years, you know, within about six or seven pounds, just more or less. And after Hawaii, I had this 12 pound gain and it was just like within a week and a half. And so I'm thinking, all right, what's going on? Get really tight with what I'm eating. What, you know, what's my body doing? Buckle down and really put it to work. Yeah. Yeah. And none of that was working. So so we start talking about, you know, maybe this is the, the, the parable of the 12 pounds. What yeah, what's I, the parable of the 12 pounds? Yes. What am I supposed to learn from this 12 pounds? And, you know, through it all, this is part of the manifesto. And starting in July, things that I didn't know at the 1st of July was um, how grateful I am for the body that I have and how much this beautiful body that God has given me does for me and just learning to accept her and love her. No, you know, 12 pounds or not 12 pounds. She's still just this lovely, this lovely body that I get to move forward in and have my spirit housed in and receive all of the the blessings of that we have in this world. I get to taste things. I get to smell things. I get to feel, feel things. things. Lots of feeling. Things. Yeah. I get to hear things. I get to feel things in my body. And just, you know, this last weekend, um, it's weird because I've had just this sense that there's something, it's not just the 12 pounds, but that there's something, um, like inside that wasn't quite right. And it manifested itself over the weekend with (laughs) being going to the emergency room and having, um, guy, I don't even remember what I was diagnosed with. Um, 
was that? <laughs> yes, pancreatitis. Um, that was pancreatitis. Yeah, yeah, all right. Pancreatitis. Yes, severe abdominal pain. But just with that diagnosis, now knowing that I have the ability to create and you know, what things do I need to be careful of? What things do, so even more answers to help my body just repair and grow and learn. And before, and just last night, when I was in so much pain at 3 a.m., I had that that feeling of just lean into the pain. And we've discussed this before because I had hip pain. Same mm-hmm. thing, lean into the pain, embrace it, which is so backwards, right? And I didn't do that until I've had these challenges. But once I do that, all of a sudden it just releases, right? And my creator can talk to me. God can talk to me and say, Jason, lean into the pain. And I can listen and I can hear his voice and do it. And all of a sudden, it just that dissipates because I can let go. Oh, I I like that. I like you lean in, you let go and you learn. Yes. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's what what I have learned. Yes. Huh? Yeah. And it's not comfortable, right? This learning is not comfortable. (laughs) No, but it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be contrast. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's that's the whole 50-50 idea. We've got the contrast and the opposition and the learning. That's what mm-hmm. helps us to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, so how then, I mean, you've kind of explained for yourself, but for Jen, how does knowing that you're the creator of your life change the way you approach your life? How's it like you mentioned about being in menopause? How does knowing you're the creator of your life guide you through that tricky experience? Because it really is tricky. You know, Um, I mean, it's your body is so unpredictable there for a few years. Yeah, And and things are happening. You're you're all of a sudden realizing I gained weight a certain place that I've never had weight before, or you've got something growing out of your chin, you know, you You got to go find your husband's razor and you think, (laughs) when did I start growing a mustache? You know, that type of thing. But, um, no, I, 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 you know, it's, it's the leaning in, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot to be learned in this phase, I guess, of life. And I, and I guess I'm, I'm trying to learn those things. And I said before, you know, it's like, being gentle with my body, you know, the compassion to my body, it's gotten me halfway through my life. And my gosh, what we have been through and what I have put it through. Yeah. I would react this way too. You know, <laughs> I would be yeah. temperamental. So I'm like, okay, maybe, I, you know, but no, I, I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. There was an interesting thing that as you were reading the manifesto, cause I'm an image. I just, I love image and I love words that create images. And I've noticed in your manifesto, you're talking about walking, Walking mm-hmm. arm in arm. I arm love the imagery walking, of walking think, arm in arm with my creator. Yeah. And, you know, I think there are, are, are different things in our life that we have phases of or things that we're doing. Cause I can apply this manifesto to the menopause. I can apply it to other things in my life. And as I'm sitting here, there's, there's, there's a part of my, an area of my life that I've really been like, you know, why is, why is this such a difficult thing for me? And I, I'm, I've been like kind of thinking about it. And 
And as you're reading that, I, I had that in mind, how it was playing out in this. And I just had to uh, laugh because um, when it said, you know, walking, the first time it said walking, literally I got this picture in my head of the Lord sitting there going, are you coming? We're going on our walk. Stay seen. Coming? Sorry, Jen, where are you? Are we supposed to be walking right now? I'm like off over somewhere like, I'm not even going to walk with you. You know, it's just like. So I, that was just kind of funny. I'm like, so I've got to figure that out. You know, how come I'm not walking with my creator in this area? And so that was kind of a funny thing that came when you were reading it. I love that. Yeah. He was just like, um, we're going on a walk. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, come on, let's do our walk together. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. One of my favorite paintings is a painting of um, the backs of two people, one of which looks like it's probably Jesus Christ. And the other one looks like a woman and he's got his arm over her shoulder and she's got her arm around his waist and they're walking through the wildflowers together. They're just walking away. And the premise behind the painting is he's always walking right beside us. Whether we recognize he's walking beside us or not is up to us. But I can trust and walk arm in arm with him. And as I listen, he will direct my path. He doesn't go to our end line, our finish line and just say, okay, well, come on. You know, he walks with us arm in arm. Yeah. And that brings me incredible strength and peace when it comes to doing something that's hard. And sometimes even things that aren't so hard, you know, just that companionship that companionable science, silence where you know you're together is a beautiful thing. What do you think of the line, he is a dependable mentor and leader? Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so to me, when we're talking about walking, we're talking, sometimes I want him to go ahead of me, right? Which uh -huh. he has already done that. Oh, blaze the trail for me. Yes. Blaze Clear the trail. away the brambles. Yes, stand yeah. Stand at that opening because I'm having a hard time seeing the light and I'm a little bit scared, but I can hear your voice and you're ahead of me and I know it's safe. So, yeah. right. So lead me, guide me, walk beside me. I want it all. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> I want it all. Yeah. 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 Well, another question, as you practice the manifesto or applied some of these principles, have you seen your creative ability amplified and expanded? Have you seen any amplification of, of your life in July or any expansion in your life in July? I, I have Casey. seen. You're doing rock the stage. I know you have. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Jen. I have seen in myself because we've focused on gifts. Okay? Right. Gifts all month long. <laughs> and I have seen a. A, a subtle shift in myself of accepting my gifts in the sense of like, nice. oh yeah, I do, I do do this and I do this well and accepting that because I, I was kind of always taught that was like prideful or, 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 you know, but who do you think you are syndrome that type of thing. And I'm like, yeah. and I've had quite a few, like just little things here and there that people have said to me that I was like, oh, really? Thank you. Oh, really? Thank you. You know? That they didn't have to. Yeah. And it was all about, you know, the gifts that I've been given to help people, you know, change. 
And so I was just like, okay, I, I think I need to accept this because these are all these little God moments and all these little tender mercy, everyone say it, helping right. me realize. And as in that subtle shift actually helped me be more comfortable in them. Mm. So it was just like, hmm. It's beautiful. So our focusing on gifts really helped me embrace mine. And so comforting. Mm-hmm. And I so. love that you said subtle shifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it isn't always, and or rarely, for me anyway, it's rarely this, ah, you know, here we are. Oh, I'm a different person or whatever. It is those subtle shifts. And then just taking that time to reflect and look back and say, oh, wow. (laughs) It's amazing when you look back six months or you look back a year, you know, where you think you're in muddy water and you're really not doing anything except just stirring up the mud. You come back and you see big shifts, but they're so subtle while you're in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. I think that's when sustainable growth comes. Ooh, I love that. The baby yeah. steps. Yeah. It, because it's, it's, it's like builds upon itself until it is, you're looking back going, oh my gosh, I can see where I've come from. You know? I, yeah. Yeah. So that gives, go ahead, JC. Yeah. Sustainable growth. Like just think of, think of that, those two words and I can just relate that to the hay fields that we put in. We moved here nine years ago and it was just bare dirt and the work that it took to create a hay field. Was it rocky ground? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. We picked out rocks like the first year, like I built, we built a rock wall with all the rocks out of our 10 acres of hay fields and you know, got it all planted, smooth and planted and it grew weeds. (laughs) Watered weeds. And it was just, uh, and so the next year we went out and we're like, I'm looking at the hay field and I'm like, how did we grow rocks? I don't even understand. I don't even grow like potatoes. They just all of a sudden come to the surface. Where do these come from? And I just started crying. I'm like, I can't because my back hurts so bad from pulling out the rocks. Right. And uh-huh. you think about the rocks in your life. And so how much I work it is to remove the rocks. Yes. Or you can plant again. And so anyway, that second year, removing all those rocks and every year we have more rocks and that's just like, right. We have rocks that come up every in our all the time, right? But that sustainable hay field, it's after that second year of planting and then figuring out the right, the right fertilizer, what it really liked, and how much water it needed and when it needed it, and all of those things that go into that sustainable growth. That's what we've had ever since then is sustainable growth because we've learned how to nurture it and to take care of it and when to cut it and when to bail it and when to, you know, all of these moving pieces, that's what it takes for that sustainable growth. And it's the same thing in our lives. You know, we've got to nurture, we've got to know when to cut it. We've got to know when to water it. We've got to pay attention to those, those signs so that we can have that sustainable growth. Yeah, that is beautiful. 
pulling out the rocks. Pull out those rocks. And every year you got to get rid of the rocks, you know, whatever those look like. Yeah. Yep. Because they do keep coming back up again. You see that over and over again. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. How about this line? This is an interesting line to me. I am centered and powerful walking with my creator, which is what you've said already. You guys, it's just reiterating. But this one, it's a funny mix of humble, weak, and empowered. Humble, weak, and empowered. How's that resonate with you? Is that what it's like for you? I think that's what Jen was saying with her gifts, right? I realized it, but I can be humble and accept it and meek and accept it. Yeah, but I'm also empowered. And now empowered as you actually own your gifts, right, Jen? Yeah. I also see it as I can be any of those three at the same time or or individually. Simultaneously, yeah. There are times I'm like so weak that it's like, I feel like I'm failing and I'm not doing, even though I'm walking with them, I'm just weak because something needs to be, I need to learn something. I need to grow on something. And then the empowerment comes, you know? And so I can see it's a process for me. Those, those words. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good feeling. I love that process that for me, that is what God flow feels like, you know, where, um, where you're walking hand in hand and you're together and you're learning and you're humble and you screw up and then you try and fix it and you, you know, you're humble. And, but then you get that, that surge of personal empowerment. And then maybe if you're like me, you get proud and then you screw up and then you try again, but it's um, it's that flow, right. Where you consistently walk with him and you're consistently to use Margaret Atwood's term um, failing upward. Yes. You're just making this slow, gradual ascent, not nas- not naturally smooth. I mean, it's much more up and down and up and down, but, but it is slow, up. gradual ascent. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. sustainable growth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is is that what you think of as God flow or is it something else for you? No, I think that's it. I think that's that's it. But there are sometimes I just know I'm in it and there's sometimes I'm like, like the Lord looking at my watch. You come along, Jen. Come on, time for a walk. You know, Uh, where's the path? Where are we going on a walk? I didn't know. I was taking a nap, you know, that type of thing. That's right. (laughs) I want to eat. I'm hungry. My feet hurt. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, that God God blow is just, it's an amazing thing being able to know that we can make mistakes and that He's still there, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, yeah. And just as supportive, if not more so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knows, well, it's not a shock. My weaknesses are not a shock to him. He's not like, Oh my goodness. That shocked me. I can't believe she, I I can't believe she, she thought that, or she did that or what? No, (laughs) he's never shocked. Right. He was like, all right. All right, honey. (laughs) That's okay. Sweetheart. Let's just do it this way. We'll try again. Try again. We'll try, try again. again. Well, and yeah. that's that last line. Together, we will do great things, mm-hmm. right? Walking, going on that walk side by side together, we will do great things. And then the mantra, I can, because we're walking with our creator. I can. And then the determination, I will. Mm-hmm. That I will at the end really feels good to me. 
it's very powerful for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, have you guys felt any particular line stand out to you or a particular power in the line itself? What's your biggest takeaway? You know, right now, my biggest takeaway, because I started women rocking the stage and we're having to make videos and put them out there in front of 200 people and then have people critique them. And guys, I will be honest, I, I was so frustrated last week because the people making comments were, they were trying to be nice, but I was, I was taking them as, as very personal, right? Because it, it's personal to me, what, what I want to talk about. And, um, as I leaned into the pain again, Lord teaching me, it's, it was right along with my, my pancreas, (laughs) just teaching me lean into that jc lean into the pain why why is that hurting so much why get curious yeah and so what i'm learning in that and through that is that you know the message that i have and that i'm asked to share by my creator is going to resonate with those who need to hear it. It's not going to resonate with every single person. So the people that are asking and saying, well, that doesn't make any sense. Those aren't my audience, right? They're They're not not your people. Not my people. My audience are the ones that are saying, oh my gosh, wow, that, that makes so much sense. Right. And so being able to, embrace the those differences and create according to the inspiration and guidance of the master creator that's it I love that that's it and that's where your power is because you're walking with him and doing what he's suggesting you do right right Mm -hmm. and I, I felt overwhelmed because you know again I'm in this course I'm supposed to be listening I'm supposed to be like responding but Again, I'm not there to please everybody. My message is for those who are ready and prepared to hear it. Right. And that's where I have to focus. So that's a powerful place to be. Uh I'm not here to please everybody. My message is there for those who are ready to hear it. That's a creator place. Yeah, that's the creator place. Knowing that this isn't for everybody. I'm not for everybody. And that everybody, you know, not everyone is going to love me, mm-hmm. but I and think I, that's I where you're really powerful at creating. Yeah. Right. That is where, because I was in that victim role feeling, ah, right. I was in the they're victim picking on me. Yes. Like, and I went back to that school child that was bullied and, you know, yeah. I, that's exactly how I felt. I went back into that place, but yeah. I had to get, I had to get curious and say, okay, Oh, where am I right now? Who is this? How do I move from this victim into the creator? And number yeah. one, connecting to my creator yeah. <laughs> and choosing to get out of that, mm-hmm. you know, choosing yeah. to say, okay, I choose to create, but help me learn how to create. 
David Emerald wrote a really good blog post this week on the many faces of the victim. And I think he went through seven different faces of the victim. Yeah, check it's on his blog post, David Emerald. But um, one of those was poor me. You know, they're picking on me. Yeah. And when and it was, it was very helpful for me to read it and to go, oh yeah, I did that one here and I did that one here and I did that one here. And so you've kind of got a quick in for, yeah, that I'm in victim. And for me, what that does, allowing me to label it is to step aside the emotions that are so big that I can't really think for what's going on. It's okay to feel the emotions, but I really, when I'm done feeling, I want to be able to understand. It's interesting because when you do start to see that, you start realizing, oh my gosh, there's these nuances to victimhood. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was in the victim mindset. What is the guy's name again, David? David Emerald, like the Emerald Ring, you know, like a beautiful green stone, David Emerald. Yeah, he's the author of TED, The Empowerment Dynamic. Okay. And he does, I don't know how often he does his blogs, maybe a couple times a month, I'll get a blog from him, but they're almost always spot on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I loved the many faces of the victim. I'm like, oh, I want to read that one. How many do I wear? Let's uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yep. And how many do I rotate through in the course of 24 yeah. hours? Exactly. But just that to be cognizant of that is a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is really, it? Cool. really cool. I totally relate, JC, not that I've done anything like you've done, but I will go into that, that not good enough. They're picking on me so fast and it shuts me down. And then I can't show up and be, you know, what I need to be in the, in whatever I'm doing. So I sometimes have to take a breath and talk myself off that cliff. So I, I, I know what you're, I know what you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Big growth, big mm-hmm. growth. That's, that's, why I knows will, it's big growth. that's why I will never do that that you're doing. I will never be a speaker. Oh, my friend, never say never. Oh, no, this is what I will put my feet in cement for. This is, I will <laughs> die. I will, I will die. In this one. I'm just kidding. Okay, okay, JC, when she is 78 years old, she's going to be on the stage and she's going to be rocking the whole group. Right. And we're going to come up and we're going to say, oh my gosh, Jen, win. where's the cement? That's right. <laughs> you'll grow. We all grow and you'll grow right into a little bit of discomfort and just doing it. It's going to be so fun. I just, I just don't know Beth. Cause I just know myself and that just is terrifying to me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a, I'm a behind the scenes girl. In fact, this podcast was a big, was a big jump for me. Really big jump. Right. That's what I was just going to bring up. I mean, five years ago, you wouldn't have even considered a podcast. Oh, absolutely not. I'd be like, well, maybe if the camera's off, <laughs> look at your trajectory. <laughs> yeah. 78 Jen 78. No, 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 no. Yeah. A lot of years. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a long time. Lots of growth between here and there. Grumble, and grumble, 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 grumble. Okay, well, for me personally, the 30-day challenge, the creator-based manifesto was a huge success. I feel more deeply rooted in my creator. I feel more powerful. I can dream all kinds of dreams for Jen and maybe some for me. It all works. <laughs> Because I practiced, right? I practiced these new thoughts. And when something in me wasn't so excited about that thought, like you said, Jason, we lean in and we get a little bit curious about it. And our creative ability expands and the compassion and the mindfulness, when you add them together, compassionate, compassion plus mindfulness equals hope. 
it creates it, you know, especially self-compassion and that mindfulness, it actually generates hope for us. So it was great. It was so much fun. Next month, we're talking about passion and being passionate in all these beautiful things that we learned this month with our gifts. Now it's getting passionate about those gifts. Mm. Serious, Jen, it, you just, there's no way you can fight it. Oh, I'm not speaking the in passion. And I'm sorry. I mean, but okay. So I'll, I'll give you this out. If it okay. does happen, we can have a good laugh, but um, yeah, just not going to think it's going to happen. So. Okay. <laughs> totally good. So let's, we'll, let's just get ready. We'll get ready to cultivate a bunch of passion. And we're going to be talking about the winds of change. And, you know, when things are fresh, at least in Texas, I get positively crazy the first time the north wind blows in with the crisp, cool Canadian air in the fall. I'm like unstoppable because we've had this Dallas, humid, muggy, southern air off the Gulf for four or five months. And that first breath of fresh Canadian air, just ready. And that's where my passion really takes off. We'll talk. We'll talk next month about passion. But tomorrow we have coaching clear and we can work on whatever concerns we have, things that we might not want to. um, We don't have to even talk about them out loud. We can just bring them to coaching clear. But when we do bring them up, the women in that coaching clear session are so wise and are really wonderful with coaching and helping us. And we work as a group. It's a beautiful experience. And then Wednesday, what's our book? We got a new book, right? For book club. It's really a cool book. It's called No Bad Parts by mm. Richard Swartz. And it's um, healing trauma and restoring wholeness with the internal family systems model. So excited to learn about that. We're just going to at least get through the intro and maybe a chapter, but yeah, start into it and yeah, looking forward to it. I love internal family systems that when I first discovered that with Dr. Schwartz, it was a real eye opener. That'll be a great book. Oh, this is amazing. This is, I love this book. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's going to be really good. And that's Wednesday at one 30 central. Is that right? On our, on your zoom link, you can find it on the 50, 50 girl page up at the top. Yeah. Yep. That'll work. And then we have the coolest jumpstart class coming. It's not coming this Saturday, but the Saturday after the 12th, right. You want to tell us about it, Jen? We're just going to be discovering, um, which is so cool. Cause we talked about pain, right. And discomfort. Yep. We're going to be learning some techniques that after we have leaned, you know, embrace the pain or when we are leaning in, right. And it hurts. Um, some ways to help kind of take the intensity out. Um, and some people can even says, you know, they have had complete release from some of these um, techniques. They're going to be, you know, some meditation There's going to be some hypnosis. There's just going to be some inner some work with sense too. If I remember with different yeah. smells, yeah. There, there's, there's going to be possibly be a little segment on oils. Um, mm-hmm with that. So yeah. And just the whole idea of leaning in and getting curious, that's going to be really good. And then the piece de resistance, I should say, um, September 11th, big deal. Once a year, September 11th, the 15th, we're going to offer you week again. And you remember how fun you week was last year. I mean, the whole week just for you an hour every night, 
something for you to take care of you and to love you and to build you up. Um, and the best part is they're recorded. So, cause we know it's a school night, right? So not everybody can show up at seven o'clock central on a school night, but you can get the recordings and they're theirs. They're yours forever. So you week is going to be amazing a whole week just to help you feel better and you get ready for the holidays and all of the big stuff that's coming in life. Jason, you look like you want to say something about you week. Yeah. I'm so stoked. It's going to be great. It really is. And it was so fun last year. I mean, we had women of all ages and I loved seeing and hearing the, the, not change it. Well, it was changes in their life for the positive, right? Like they took things away that they have used throughout this year that have impacted their life in such a positive way and created less anxiety, less stress, you know, and, and in turn, because of that, they have been able to be fulfill their purpose and be more the, the more that they want to be right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That life that they've dreamed they're going there, you know, they're doing it. Yeah. It was so liberating. I know a couple of the women, it was just really big steps Mm -hmm. and epiphanies, you know, real epiphanies in the learning. It was just really fun. So it's, it's great chemistry. It's really fun to be together and there's beautiful, just fantastic information. So mark your calendar. You can register on cmhcoaching.com. There are also all of the emails we're sending out right now. There's a link at the bottom of every single email. So if you really want to register, just click on your Monday morning inspiration or click on your midweek bump or whatever we've sent and you'll find the link there for you week. Beautiful. Super, super cool. So anything else we need to say before we just so long (laughs) Been good to know (laughs) ya. I want to, I want to sing this so long, farewell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we'll be back next Monday, same time, same bat channel for another creator based weekly. And we'll be talking about passion and being passionate and change. So it'll be a good month. Y'all have a great, great week. I'll talk to you soon. joining us today in a creator-based life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together.
Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Day I pave the way with every little thought